Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Life Show podcast with me, your host, Wesley Pullen. I'd like to welcome you to a whole new world of possibilities where myself and other guests will have conscious conversations around various different topics of life. All the tools and techniques expressed are those from the work done by Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. And for more information about Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com or you can also find more information about me on my website, www.wesleypullencf.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Life Show with me, your host, Wesley Pullen. And today I'm joined by a group of seriously funny, not normal fucking people. And we have Stephanie. (laughs) Hi, Steph. (laughs) So we have Stephanie Richardson in the house. We have Cara Wright. We have Ashley McCarthy. And we have Patty Alfonso. So it is a big group of not fucking normal people joining us today and we are going to have an absolute shit show of a podcast and it is going to be hilarious. So get your ads ready because we're going to laugh. So if you guys want to come off mute or whatever and introduce yourselves. Well, I will just say hello everyone. I'm Cara, right? Cool. <laughs> That's it? Yep, that's it. Hi, everyone. I'm Patty Alfonso. <laughs> Wait, I should say, and I'm not normal. We need to do it like that. Yeah, no, there like, you go. No, like, I'm, I'm not normal. I'm Wesley. I'm not normal. <laughs> Hi, my name is Stephanie, and I'm not normal. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> and I'm Ashley, and I'm definitely not normal. <laughs> You've got a definitely in there. Yeah. Definitely. Emphasis on the definitely. So we have no idea where this show is going to go today, but I'm going to head it off on asking maybe everyone to tell me a little story in your life where you try to be normal and <laughs> it's totally fucked up. <laughs> you can make me laugh the hardest. Exactly. Well, and what I love about this conversation is that like so many of us have been trying to be normal for so long while while not really wanting to be normal but then trying to be normal like i will speak for myself i've been doing that you know my whole entire life and like i was probably one of the most socially awkward children um ever and like you know a simple thing of like moving like from one classroom to another classroom would basically have me under the table hiding from everyone for days on end just because we moved from one side to the other or from one room to the other so yeah i mean there were lots of not normal experiences in my life that's just one of many yeah yeah i mean when when you first asked me to talk about this topic or when we first started talking about this topic whatever it actually got me to look at all the areas in my life where i try to be normal and just sort of what it did and i kind of like block those out from my memory and I really started looking at them and in my life and everything I thought about myself that was wrong like in this moment I stutter like I stutter a lot like I've always thought that was wrong but what if it isn't something that's wrong what if it's something that's actually a gift yeah Mm. totally this is Patty 
and I'm still socially awkward. So how does it get any better than that? <laughs> Very normal to be socially uh, adept. I am not one of those people. Um, and for me, actually, and Cara and I were talking about this, I don't know when, before. Um, right now, the most, well, first of all, like trying to be normal, as I was looking at that, created a rigidity in my body and my being for most of my life. And the more that I allow myself to be not normal, which to me looks like a shit ton of joy, and happiness and fucking loud ass laughter. Um, the more I allow myself to be those energies, like the more energy I have available to myself and to my body. And right now that's really showing up. Um, I joined this body boot camp. My body was asking for, you know, a different kind of movement. I usually do pole dancing, as some of you may or may not know. But so I joined this boot camp and it's a very, very high intensity workout. Like it 6 30 in the morning and everyone is so serious in the boot camp <laughs> because they have to get the workouts right and they have to do them very very hard and here I you know oh boy <laughs> here I come and I laugh so hard and so loud first of all they play kick-ass music so I can't just like go from one station to the other all like straight and rigid I gotta dance my way from one station <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if I can't do the headstand or I can't do like the wall climb, I may do other things and entertain myself in the meantime. And I laugh so hard. And I tell you, everybody thinks that I am a total nut job. Nut job equals not normal. And I fucking love it because I know that that energy of joy creates just a disruption in everyone's yeah. life. And I love disrupting people's worlds. <laughs> but like I sent Cara a video the other day that I found on Facebook. We had these like bouncy balls one day. And, you know, we had to do like push-ups with your legs on the ball. And I was like rolling around. <laughs> laughing. I was like, can't we just do it this way? I'm literally rolling around the gym. And people are like, what is this crazy bitch doing? So that, to me, that's. That's the most fun being not normal that I can have is just disrupting fucking seriousness and having fun with yeah. whatever that the, looks like. The video you sent me was actually going around Facebook and it was like this little, one of those little tiny horses and the horse was like on top of the ball and then falling off the ball and running around. But that was me. <laughs> it was a really good thing. And it's funny that you bring that up because like for years and years I taught yoga and I mm. always called myself the redheaded stepchild because I was the only, like I couldn't take it seriously, right? Like everybody like goes into yoga to be so serious and so mm. quiet and you know, like everybody starts class with an ohm. I could not ohm, you know, and like I would laugh and I would crack jokes and it, it took so long for people to come into my classes because I was at a particular studio. So all the other classes were very serious and everybody was very, you know, like they were, you know, they were, I didn't even know what the word was. Like, I don't, it's weird. It's just like too serious, but you know, they were doing their yoga practice and then they would come into my classes and I would crack jokes and it would take people the whole class before they would actually start to even smile 
And I find that, like you said, Patty, like this idea of choosing to be not normal, like what if that is actually a huge gift to the planet, right? Mm -hmm. Like totally. we could stop all being so serious. And, and being not normal is maybe a doorway into that. And what you just said reminded me of so many times in my life where I was in a situation or an area where it was so serious, like everyone had dead straight faces and I was that person in the room that I would start to giggle. And then it was like this infectious thing. And because I knew I couldn't, then it was like this depressed, not normal, that just had to explode. And all I had to do was laugh. <laughs> and then I was totally the not normal, nutty job in the room, laughing at absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay. okay. I crazy. Sorry, go ahead, Seth. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I didn't think I wasn't normal. So I wasn't even trying to be normal. I just didn't know that I wasn't normal. So I always assumed that if I wanted to laugh, which was all the time, that it meant that everybody else secretly wanted to laugh. And that if I could just get through, then it would just happen and the whole room would erupt in laughter. And so I was always really surprised. I mean, probably up until this week, including this week. Um, <laughs> that, that whole rooms don't erupt into laughter more often. No, well, they very, very not normal. I mean, how many of you guys, I know I have, have bought, gotten kicked out of places for laughing too yeah. loud? Or being, or, yeah, joyful. It's like keep it down. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah. If you don't get kicked out, you definitely know you're making other people uncomfortable. And that's, I think, one of the things for me. I think, like, I wouldn't have necessarily known. Like, I wouldn't have termed it as not normal. But I have always been very aware of how I make other people uncomfortable often by like what I'm doing or what I'm saying or you know what I'm being. Like, I often say I have autistic Tourette's and the one thing that you know people don't want said in the room I like blurt out at the strangest time you know or whatever every like, time oh what did you guys not want me to say that oh I'm sorry you know oops which yeah that's kind of when I realized I was not normal when I you know make someone would be bragging about their girlfriend and I would be like oh so she swallows too and like the whole room would be like mortified and I would be laughing hysterically. Like that's fucking funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so Cara, I actually wanted to ask you like for anybody who's listening to this who knows they're not normal. Yes. What are some of like the things they could use to be there not normal without judging it? Because yeah, I mean, have these things yeah. like, like Ashley just said, like if I said that, it would have just fallen out of my mouth like word woman. And then I would have judged myself so badly afterwards. But what are some things people can use for that? Yeah, well, and you know, I know so many people that listen to your show are aware of access consciousness. And honestly, until I had a lot of the tools and really the willingness to just be you no matter what and in the face of whatever shows up. And so oftentimes it's more just um, like knowing who you are and being aware of what other people like their points of view about it and still choosing it anyways, because it's fun for you or because it's actually what works for you. 
And for me, it's been a daily choice and a muscle that you build over time to be able to be that. Because I also perceive myself where I will do something that's not normal and I will perceive what that creates for people. And then I'll like kind of suck myself back in my shell a bit like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. And I actually had this amazing conversation with Patty, like, I don't know, week and a half, two weeks ago where she was talking about how like, instead of, so like, if you do, you are in that circumstance and you are being not normal and you are, people are responding to that and they may or may not be comfortable instead of you reacting in the opposite direction of like making yourself smaller, turning yourself down, going into maybe I shouldn't have done that or said that, like, what if you could just be with the energy and then just continue to ask the energy to expand out? And since Patty like, like said that to me, I was like, wow, I, and I have been actually choosing that because so much of what we actually choose when we're choosing not normal is a contribution it does change things. It does change the energy. And we're just not taught at all in this reality to actually be the energy we are and that that energy actually changes things. And so like, that's one of the things I've been using recently is just being like, okay, cool. I'm aware of what that's creating for people. And I'm not going to turn myself down. I'm also not going to like make it a big deal, but I'm just going to be with that energy and just keep choosing it. So that's been one of the things. Yeah, about, like yeah. being present, which mm-hmm. is what Kara was explaining, lowering your barriers, mm-hmm. being willing to receive that judgment, you know, just being aware. Because also like, are you even judging you or are you just picking up other people's judgments? And I remember the first time I saw Dane, Dr. Dane here speak and um, um Hashtag, I'm trying to be normal by going linearly. Um, The first time I saw him (laughs) and I watched him on stage and I watched him embody all energies, all energies. And this was one of my very first, you know, access consciousness classes. And I watched him go from like, you know, curious, wondrous, childlike behavior to intensity, presence, um, you know, dragon, fire, breathing. I mean, he embodied everything. And to me, that's, that's being all of you, is the willingness to be any and all energies that are required. And if you're someone who's not normal, I'm going to guess that you may have some capacities <laughs> to perceive, know, be, and receive all energies. And so mm-hmm. giving yourself the permission to be whatever is required. And I loved what Stephanie was saying about like that. What I got from what you were saying, Steph, is like that moment when there's such a, like a people are suppressing. And you said this too, Wesley, like suppressing energy and contracting energy. And if you're not normal, (laughs) then you may be one of those beings that actually that energy, like the energy has to move. So it moves through you. And that may be saying, you know, oh, what did you say, Ashley? (laughs) It may be, you know, dancing around the gym like a pony in a fucking field. I mean, and, and if you would just allow yourself, just give yourself the permission to be all of that. 
And to yeah. embody all of those energies, you will have so much more freedom with you and with your body. So that's my, my two cents on that. One of my favorite tools for not being normal is asking the question as many times a day as possible, what's right about me that I'm not getting? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm literally in the Canadian wilderness right now in Normalville. <laughs> that normal I've been happy but not that one yeah it's the town's called provost and everybody gets married and has babies and yeah it's gross and like there's so many areas in our lives where we try to create ourselves as normal or like yeah. or what everyone else does and oftentimes it doesn't work out too well like uh -oh. I, I had a previous relationship where I found myself like creating myself as this perfect little stepford wife. And then like a month later, I like, I was like, Jesus, fuck, like, what am I doing? I mean, I can literally like the perfect stepford wife, you know, like come home, you know, you cook, you clean, you go to bed, you know, I mean, one of the things I found for it was the perfect stepford wife never opens her mouth unless it's to pleasure her husband. And I was like, oh, I'm doing that. <laughs> and that was <laughs> I like, try to create myself as normal. And it didn't work. And it just had all this, like, that, again, that topic of, like, suppressed. And all I needed to do was, like, explode and just be all yeah. of it, you know. And that's why I love the tools of access consciousness, because it's, like, coming to the awareness of what you're choosing and then having yeah. space for a different choice again mm. and choosing differently instantaneously yeah, oh like, shit yeah. that's what i was choosing ah that doesn't work for me anymore next yeah it's just that easy and it, i mean if you're listening to this and it sounds too easy it's because it is <laughs> you just have to embrace you're not normal yeah i think it's the world that... needs a lot more of not normal agreed and, you know, just the simplicity of, um, you know, and how this a lot for me came up was that I would ask Gary Douglas, founder of Access, and I would say, Gary, blah, 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 you know, and he'd be like, that's just because you're not normal. And I'd be like, what <laughs> are you talking about? You know, and I thought I was talking to him about very, like, a very normal thing. And he'd be like, no, it's just because you're not normal. And one of the things that I have realized for myself is, like, I do show up in circumstances as like always a little bit because I always go into things thinking I'm like everyone else like Steph was kind of saying like I don't really have this like I'm gonna barge in as my not normal self but it's like over like a period like as I choose for myself I always go a little I always say I'm like the redheaded stepchild and every every single thing that I chose I always did everything a little off center or a little off skewed and that's all I was allowing myself to choose up until I found the tools of access. And then I started getting my bars run, you know, <laughs> I started going to classes and like getting rid of all of the judgments and the, the, the decided limitations that I thought I had to be a particular way or say things a particular way. And as all of that started falling away, I just really started getting like, Holy shit. I am really, I'm not just not normal. I'm like, abnormal. <laughs> like, I am like, like there's like nobody here like me you know and I it's funny because I for a while I was saying a lot like god I just like I just don't belong here 
And I kept saying that. And then one day I caught myself going, okay, wait a second. Like saying I don't belong actually starts to create a separation for me Mm. from everything around me. And so I was like, okay, so like what actually is that energy that I'm aware of? And what I realized is like, I'm just not from here. Right. Like I, but that, that is a different energy than like, Oh, I just don't belong. And so how many of us grew up feeling like we didn't belong, which starts you out on that already being separated from everything around you. So like, you know, what if you're not from here? It's possible. (laughs) And how much fun is it? If you're not from here, how much fun? So much fun. What were you going to say? Well, I just think that there's something interesting in the, in the conversation of that feeling of not belonging or I don't yeah. belong. And cause there, cause I've seen in my own life very opposite, like two very distinct um, points of view. One of them is I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where my people are. Right. Like, the, the, <laughs> but then the other one is not recognizing that I'm not normal thinking that I am the same. Like every time I walk into a room, pretty much assuming that like, oh, it's going to be a bunch of people like me, which is so weird, <laughs> right? Like that's such a weird thing to have both of those kind of at the same time. But, I think, but I think the discomfort, there, if you actually acknowledge, oh gosh, I'm really not like anyone else on the planet, just mm-hmm. like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Then there's something that becomes an interest in who you are really, and also an interest in who others are really. And that discomfort goes away with that kind of interest. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Because it's like an exploration into what you are that you think is normal but it's actually something that nobody else has available. So it's like you're accessing all these capacities that you thought were normal, which are actually these motherfucking magical things. And you can actually start to be them when you acknowledge that it's not normal and you're different. Like that's one of these little hidden gifts of not normal. I got, so a, really, I got a really cool example uh, from, uh, from uh, within a couple of weeks. And, um, you may start, once you start really getting curious and enjoying the not normalness or enjoying the exploration of it, you may start to see examples that you would have never seen before in your own life. So Mm -hmm. one of them was I went and I bought plants with my mom and I had two matching containers and the, and two matching sets of plants that were going to go in each one of these containers. Well, I learned a while ago, um, I've pretty much talked to everything my whole life. So I talked yeah. to the plants. I talked to my stuffed animals. I talked to like <laughs> whether it was animate or not animate, according to other people, I knew that it had kind of a life force to it. So I would talk to it and I didn't stop whenever I was young. I didn't stop. So most people, I think when they do that, stop maybe eight, nine, 10, 11, 13. Yeah. I just didn't stop. And so I talked to plants. So I um, went to a plant workshop with someone who does biodynamic land management. And one of the things that they talked about was actually talking to plants and asking plants what direction they want to be planted in. 
because apparently if you plant them one direction, they're happier than if you plant them another direction. So I've been playing with that for a while. Well, so I have one plant set, like I said, I had one planter and I had the plants to go in it. And my mom had the matching planter and the matching plants to go in it. Well, as I'm planting the plants, I'm just being so grateful for them. I'm so happy that they're so pretty. <laughs> I'm asking them what direction they want to face. I'm asking, I'm asking one plant how close it wants to be to the other plant. Like if it kind of wants to be spread out or if it kind of wants to be clumped together. So I'm doing that as I'm planting, thinking I'm normal. And <laughs> not normal planting the same plants in a different planter and from whatever point of view she plants things from. And so um, a couple of weeks after these plants have been in, I got to see how they grew different. And wow. the pot, the immediately the pot that I put together exploded. Everything sort of spread out and it got bigger really fast. And the other one was struggling and they're like right in the same place. So I got to see and perceive the difference wow. that, that that kind of play is and what it creates in the world. And so for whatever your weird is, whenever you'll know that you'll, you've stopped judging it when you begin to see the gift of it and also uh, not the gift of it from a low mind's better than hers. It just was the awe and gratitude that I got the chance to see it. Mm. That I got to see what it created. Oh, look, that's so that's what that creates. Mm. Well, that's so cool. Is there anything I can do to this other planter that would make this other planter happier? <laughs> and you thought you were being fucking normal. I thought I was being normal. <laughs> I love I love the story That's there's amazing. Like, there's like several energies that you mentioned that are that I think are key to embodying everyone's not normal. And those are the energies of like curiosity, wonder, play, and gratitude. Yeah. Like be curious about everything. Wonder about what else is possible and, and what things, you know, I mean, just, I love, those are my favorite energies and those energies alone create um, an energy of like childlike joy, which I think is also not normal. Like you were mentioning, like we lose that along the way and to rediscover that energy, those energies, those, those are my favorite. Those are my favorite. I love it. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, for all of like who's listening to this in the future, like what do you do that you think so normal that's mm. actually so far beyond this reality that if you acknowledge it would allow you to just fucking be it in totality, you know? Well, and so many of the things that people are in the, that fall into this not normal category. I mean, one of the things that I've really, really been interested in and really started to get like this is something that is actually required on the planet is that mm -hmm. the thing that makes you not normal is the thing that if you don't choose it and be it and have it here on the planet it doesn't exist and you know I I think all energies are you know vital to the you know to the place here surviving you know to earth being earth and mm -hmm. so having those not normal energies and being willing to choose them. And like, even if no one else around you is even close to what you are, like what would that create on the planet? Mm. And for you, 
I love what you're, I mean, I, I love that, that they're vital, that these energies are vital. Mm -hmm. I, there's also another thing that's sort of uh, itchy just a little bit. And, and that is we live in an ever expanding universe. Mm -hmm. What normal seeks to do is maintain what has been as the primary and dominant reality. So when, but in an ever expanding universe, that reality actually gets smaller and smaller, smaller. And smaller and smaller in comparison with what's available. So on the menu of what's possible in reality, one of the things that I love in the, in the idea of you being who you are being vital is you being you expands what other people can choose. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Like wow. Being all of your not normal it's such an invitation. Like when Patty was talking about being at the gym on the ball and like, this is when I wish we had a visual aspect of this podcast because she was like, all over the place there and it was great. And I was like, I'm going to go to the gym and have that much fucking joy there. Like just <laughs> like watching her and she wasn't even there doing it. She was just talking about it. And I totally just got there. Like, I'm going to go to the gym and do that. <laughs> I mean, that, that is so what it creates. I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that, Stephanie. Like, that was like a mic drop because that is what it creates. It creates the freedom for other people to also choose their not normal when you are willing to be it. It's fucking awesome. You know, I learned a lot about not being normal from the earth. Um, Tell us more, Patty. Tell us more. I will. <laughs> um, when I really started looking at this for myself a long time ago, and I started really looking, perceiving, and and asking questions about what potency is, and what what is that to be all of you, and what is that to have total allowance for whatever it is that you're choosing or being, and I would tap into the earth, and you know, the earth at any given moment will be any energy that is required to do whatever it takes to create what she requires and what she desires. Whether it is an earthquake or a hailstorm or sunshine or a windstorm or a tornado or a cyclone or whatever, the earth is like, boom, here you go. No point of view, none. <sighs> like, man, I want that level of presence and potency and, and that's not normal in this reality. To allow yourself to embody everything mm. and anything. And so, and as Stephanie was saying, like living in an ever expanding universe, we live on an ever expanding earth as well. So, um, and allowing ourselves to be all of those things to echo what a lot of you have said, um, acknowledging the contribution that that is. When I saw Dane speaking, and when I saw him being all of those energies, it gave me permission to let go of what I thought I was supposed to be trying to be and to just fucking be myself and everything and, and anything. And so I tap into the earth a lot for that kind of allowance as well. That's amazing. Honey, fuck, that was beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not normal. <laughs> and Patty, that was awesome. And this is one of the things that I think is expanding, expanding the menu of what's possible. Because when you say that, I go, oh, why did you do that? Like tapping yeah. in that, what a good idea. Like, that's such a great idea. Why, why have I never tapped into the earth in that way? And, you know, so um, I love this. I would love to know too, what, 
other, what you, the rest of you guys, things that you do besides just tools, things that you do or things that you ask on a regular basis that either make you happier or give you more ease or give you permission to be more of you? Well, anytime I spend with my horse. I was just mm-hmm. going to say horses. Mm-hmm. Are you a horse person, Ashley? I sure am. Yeah, uh, yeah, horses. Oh, and- Ashley, will you tell the, oh wait, I'm sorry, did I interrupt? Were you going to say, tell the story, Wesley? Go for it, go for it. Ashley, will you tell the story about you at the last, or the last horse event that I know about? Um, you were sitting on the end, you realized that people were getting, there were less injuries happening whenever you were present. Will you talk about what happened? Will you talk about that? Um, yeah, it was just really interesting because I was um, on the racetrack judging the pony wagons. And while I was on the racetrack, the pony wagons, like nothing occurred. Like nobody bumped wagons, nobody broke legs. And then when the next, like the world professional truck wagon stuff was going on, there was quite a few horses that were choosing to go or like had heart attacks and all of these things and car I was gonna say choosing to go means die right yes yes (laughs) and um Cara was first facilitating me at the x-men class that she had in LA and I was via live stream and she said honey why aren't you like being on the racetrack when like you're you're just choosing to be there when they're paying you why don't why aren't you being there the whole time and then that changed there was literally no more things that occurred the rest of the week so yeah it was really cool not normal there you go in a weirdo (laughs) (laughs) like and what's funny is I was gonna say what I the thing one of the things I choose like I have dogs I have like a pack of dogs that I live with and sounds like I live in like a forest somewhere with them but I do like live in a home but I have when I'm around them like I, that is one of the things that shows up for me is like, I can actually kind of explore what is not normal about me and then like expand into it and be it more like more with more presence. And it's one of the things the first time Gary told me that I wasn't not normal. This is like an ongoing conversation that Gary Douglas has with me all the time. Like every question I ask him. Um, And he said, (laughs) I remember he said, he goes, well, you realize he's like, well, you do know you don't like people. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I like burst out crying. So I thought I had built this whole idea around, no, I love people. I love being, and it's like, what? And it was like one of those like crazy moments where I thought, God, I have been perpetuating this point of view with myself when the, the true thing is, he said, you would prefer being around animals. Animals are more comfortable for you. And I was like, oh my God, like, that's that's so it was such an of course it's like I brought home all the animals when I was little you know even the ones that you know weren't living anymore and I would bring them home to my mom or you know it's like I was just constantly you know surrounding myself with animals and that is one of the things that I choose that all the time that allows my not normal to expand yeah and animals just have like such a different way with being not normal. Like I've noticed it with horses because I've had horses around me pretty much my whole life. And 
riding a lot of like young baby horses to like older horses and when they do something not normal they just do it and they carry on they don't be hard. And they don't have a point of view and they don't give a fuck like they just carry on. they don't have a point of view they just carry on <laughs> they don't be half of their not normal or quarter they just be a horse they don't be half of it or a quarter they just be a horse and they choose what they choose and they carry on they're like the living description of living in 10 second increments horses and that's what i've learned from them even just if you just go sit in a paddock with a bunch of horses just watch them they do all sorts of not normal things and they just carry on being and that's mm. like the true gift of them is they just carry on being yeah mm. agreed little kids too a three-year-old or a two-year-old or a four-year-old they'll do whatever they have no point of view about how to behave you know, it's, it's us adults that are always imposing what's appropriate and not appropriate. So here you yeah. go, people. Full permission. Be inappropriate. <laughs> be not normal. Be provocative. The world needs it. <laughs> I, love it. <laughs> I love that. So, Kara, you're actually going to yes. be talking about n- not normal soon. Yeah. I am. I'm going to be doing a call in September on this particular topic, not because I know everything about being not normal, but because I know that exploring this with anybody who's willing to like jump in and explore what that is, what can, what can be chosen, what more can be revealed. Um, I I'm, I'm up for it and I'm definitely, it's going to be an amazing exploration and experience. And we're also going to be doing a zoom before that. Um, aptly called I tried to be normal so if you love this radio show you should come on to that zoom as as well and and I'm sure Wesley will be able to give you information somewhere with this they'll be in the follow-up for this um for the show and if you kind of listen to the show and how it unraveled we all started at the beginning and it we kind of all unraveled our not normalness and like that's how I get these calls are going to go. It's just going to be this unraveling and discovery. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yes. And I'm excited. Looking forward to it. For sure. So there's going to be a free call, which. Yeah. Cannot remember. A free Zoom, which is going to be September. No, it's August. Sorry. The yeah. free Zoom is August. Oh, I just lost it. August 12th. 12th. Yes. Oh, that's in a couple. No, days. it's August 14th. Yes. I'm already being not yes. normal. It's yes. August 14th. <laughs> okay, so there's a... I mean, it would be too normal to create a class and know exactly when it's happening. I mean, that is normal. You have no idea. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the three-part series coming up in September, which will all be in the notes for the show. <laughs> yes. Don't make me find the date. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there. In the notes. <laughs> and if you want to discover more about all these amazing facilitators that are on the call, I'll put their info in here. And Cara Wright, she is an X-Men, an Access X-Men facilitator. So this topic is going to be all about the topic of Access X-Men, which I'll include a link in the show details too. If you haven't yeah. before. Yeah, and I'll just share a little secret. Every single one of you on this call are all X-Men, so. No. What? <laughs> I know not what if you speak of. 
<laughs> so thank you all of you for coming on this podcast. I had no idea what it was going to be like because there's like five of us, which has been so much fun. Thank you. It's been so not normal and I've had such good laughs. It's been so much fun. Thank you. And I hope to have some of you on thank the show you. again. Thank you, Wesley. Thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening.